I'm going to go back to the Good Shepherd of Psalm 23 and use that as an example for how you should treat yourself as well. Give yourself rest. Allow yourself to be um, restored. Let the Most High guide you. Let Yehoshua guide you into the paths of righteousness. Allow yourself to be comforted. Allow others to prepare for you. Allow the Most High to prepare things for you. Be open to be a receiver of his anointing so that you can be led on, on the righteous path. Because ultimately, that is the goal when it comes to being kind to yourself. The end goal is to be in the kingdom forever. Yes. Oh, yeah. Shalom and welcome to Well Watered Garden Podcast, the show that waters women who are rooted and women who are thirsty with Yah's grace. I am Lady Teresa Lewis, and today I am speaking with my beautiful sisters, Gavert Shola Yisrael and Maura Kelly Bonner. We are going to talk about being kind to yourself. Hallelujah. Welcome to the show. Welcome, ladies. Hallelujah. Shalom, shalom. Thanks for having me here. This is such an honor and opportunity. I have to be back one more round. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, grateful to be here and looking forward to tonight's topic. Talking about being kind to ourselves, um, we understand the concept of being kind to others, but why do we often forget to be kind to ourselves? Um, Let's talk about it. We live in a unique time where self-care and self-help are widely promoted. Um, There's all kinds of seminars. Um, I've been to a self-care Sunday. Um, There's workshops. Women are learning from many of these resources, uh, some good things and and some bad things. Uh, Some good things they're learning is to fill their cup uh, so that they can fill the cup of others in their lives. Um, But we can see where, when it's coming from a worldly perspective, you know, the feminist movement kind of kicks in and, kind of spoil some of those things but but it but it's always good to um be kind to ourselves to to think about ourselves to be considerate of ourselves and so i really want to um, discuss this topic from a biblical perspective we tend to be our biggest critics and um you know for that reason i think we do a lot of internal you know, internal self-talk, you know, we have our thoughts, um, you know, we, we judge ourselves, we're inundated with, you know, outside, you know, influences. um, And um, something that I thought about, again, uh, is learning to be a receiver. Um, You know, as women, we are receivers, right? Um, but we are also these natural forces of like these giving sources. Like we give and give and give and give um, and nurture and take care of and, you know, look after. Um, but really, 
learning to, you know, receive, um, you know, be that receiver, um, which is kind of, I think it can be counterintuitive sometimes because we're constantly pouring and we're constantly giving. Um, and so I think maybe that's why it's so hard is because we're our biggest critics and we are naturally wonderful also at giving. I think about the verse, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you care for him, yet you have made him a little lower uh, than the angels and you have crowned him with glory and with honor. Um, and I, I think about just whenever we're, when you speak about being a receiver, um, I think about us being ministers of Yah's grace. That's one verse um, that really is the motivation. <laughs> Speaking about motivation, we just had that episode. But um, that's the motivation behind this podcast is to pour out Yah's grace upon women. Um, but you have to be able to receive that. And if you don't believe that you're worthy of receiving that, what kind of ground are you going to be? You're not going to be ground that can be saturated and, and soaked with his favor and with his grace. You're going to say that you're not worthy of it and you're going to end up rejecting it. And then when you do that, now there is there can be no fruit because there's no ruach, there's no rain. And um, just us being a receiver, I received that, Shola. Um, you sent me some apple plugs in the mail. And I was like, no, she didn't. She heard that I was didn't have a plug. I didn't have a charger for my phone. And she just Amazon shipped them to me. I, I know I'm putting this on blast. I apologize because you, you didn't put it on blast. I'm putting it on blast. So. I think it's kosher, but you know, with me receiving, <laughs> receiving that I was like, oh my goodness, I cannot believe she would do that for me. But why would I, you know, not to say that I, I feel I should feel like I deserve this. I think that's where the, um, sometimes the, the self-help worldly way of thinking about, um, you know, self-care and, and different things like that can get to, not to say that I, that I deserve it, but to say that, wow, she really thought about me and she valued me in this way and I'm valuable and I really appreciate that. You know what I mean? And so, um, Yah values us. We're supposed to value each other. How much more so should we value ourselves? Hallelujah. So I, I love what you said there. You didn't have to put me on blast though about the <laughs> about the chargers. Look, that you know, I I value you um as well, you know. So um you had a scripture written that uh Matthew 7 and 12. So in everything, do to others what you will have them do to you. Or this so sums up the law and the prophets. You know, my motivation behind what I what I do is not that I would want you to do the same thing back for me, no. But it's so good to think that if, you know, that maybe that's the example, you know, that's been set that we can see how valuable, you know, each 
and every one of us are. When I was, you know, studying earlier on on this topic, it's so funny because I wrote I wrote the exact same scripture. You know, what is man that you're mindful of? I wrote that before Elohim created Adam and Eve. He had created the entire world. He created everything, right? And so it wasn't finished before he created mankind. And so we have to know that we are more valuable than, than we think because things were running, things things were happening, right? <laughs> before even mankind came into the earth. But Yah is mindful of us. And so, you know, it's important that we be mindful of each other as well and uh and be kind to each other um to maybe make maybe you will make somebody think you know that i'm valuable somebody is thinking about me and is valuing me and um you know we can build each other up you know in a healthy way just that much more so what i'm hearing is that being kind to others is teaching them to be kind to themselves it absolutely is. Um, I, I, I was reminded of Psalm 23 and um, the, the example of the good shepherd, right? Um, how, you know, our good shepherd, yeah, Yehoshua, you know, um, you know, he, he causes us to lie down, you know, so he, he wants us to rest, you know, um, he wants us to be restored and refreshed. Um, he leads us, you know, besides the still waters, you know, you talked about, um, the type of ground you are, you know, we need that water so that we can be molded and shaped, you know, into, you know, you know, what the father has for us, um, but he also is leading us. He's protecting us. He's um, conducting us. He's carrying us. You know, um, he restores us, right? So something about restoration meant that you had to be broken in the first place um, to require a restoration. Something had to have been wrong um, to require being restored. Um, but the restoration is building you back up. It's, uh, you know, it's the, and the breaking causes you to have been humbled and, you know, to have had your heart circumcised, you know, um, he guides us, you know, um, which is, you know, bestowing upon us, bringing us, leading us forth, um, governing us, straightening us, you know, transporting us, you know, into, you know, where it is that he has for us to go, um, comforts us. Um, you know, the Hebrew word for comfort is nacham, and it, you know, it means like uh, a sighing, like a relief. Um, but in that also, you know, like there's a level of repentance and the return, you know, um, he prepares a table for us, uh, which the word prepare, you know, has to do with, you know, setting for battle, setting an array for battle, um, arranging straight um to put it put us in order preparation you know he anoints us with oil um i don't know if you've ever seen um like sheep they have to have their heads anointed with oil or they will be like attacked by flies 
<laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I, um, I thought about the good shepherd, you know, um, and what it is to be, you know, what it means to be good. I thought about Psalms 23 and how he, you know, what he does for us and how he leads us and how he treats us. And, um, it's, it's just the best example of how we can be towards each other and towards our own selves. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have a, um, an Ema, Dr. Shirley that, um, like she prays so often praising God that he drew us with loving kindness. Um, and I'm just reminded of that, that, you know, with the same loving kindness that he drew us, you know, we are to draw others and not just others. We are to receive his loving kindness. Um, I thought, I think you said, you know, like we can't pour from an empty vessel. Um, we have to receive that loving kindness in Colossians. It says, um, in three and 12, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercy, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, forgiving one another. Um, but like you said, you have to forgive yourself. You know, there are situations or issues uh, from the old man that, you know, the adversary may throw back into your mind. Well, I'm a new creature. You know, that I don't I don't have to wallow in that. I don't have to get depressed and sad because a thought came, you know, as quickly as that thought came, that thought can leave. Um, if I remember his love, if I'm, um, there's research that says just meditating for 12 minutes a day on the love of God changes your thought process, changes your mind, but you have to be willing to receive it, to just sit, um, as it says, and be still and know. Um, but he's working all things out for our good, that uh, we are, as you said, more valuable. He says, um, not a sparrow falls to the ground and he doesn't know. And he feeds them all. Are we not much more valuable than they? So, Well, I, I think uh, also the um, 13 attributes of Yah and one of them being chesed, one of them being that's the Hebrew word for loving kindness. That's the word for mercy, for favor, for grace. Um, and if that's one of his attributes, um, how much more should we put that on in, in every way, right? In every way, one of the fruits of the spirit is kindness, love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, grace, <laughs> faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Um, kindness um is yah kind to himself hell yeah um and, and so we um have to be kind to ourselves we talk about what our, our ladies to remember to remember you know when you feel like you're headed to this place that you shouldn't be going or you're um, dwelling in self-pity, just remember to remember his goodness. You remember to remember, and then you're grateful. And in the um, other episode, we, um, Ashula, I wrote this down from last time. He said that gratitude is a healthy posture to be as a human. Our grateful is a healthy posture to be as a human. And so, you know, when we get to this place where we're filled with negativity, 
than overflow with gratitude and thankfulness. He says, be thankful always. Um, and so, and that's helping self when you can remember to remember and be grateful and be thankful. Negative self-talk. It constitutes a little shot hurrah in, in, in my mind, <laughs> in my mind, because that's where, that's where your words begin. You know, the definition Lashan Harao, the evil tongue, it is a term for speech about a person or persons that is negative or harmful to them, even if it's true. It's damaging speech um, to someone. It can be damaging emotionally or financially or even perspectively, how other people view them as well. So though that can that can be with physical speech that's coming out of our mouths but it can also be towards our own selves internally you hear a joke so many times you know and i heard this analogy before it's like you hear a joke so many times maybe it's funny a handful of times right maybe but after the handful of times like that joke is not funny anymore you don't even want to hear it so, you know, why is it that when we have a negative thought about ourselves, that we hold on to it? We play it over and over and over again. You made this mistake. We just won't let it go. But learning to let go is important. Learning to um, ask for repentance. If you are truly repentant, if you have turned from that thing, if you have changed your mind about it, and you know that you are headed in another direction, do you have to let it go or you're going to be dragging yourself down if you mess up don't don't pull yourself back down by continuing in the negativity if you can change the a thing and we can definitely change our minds we have to be not conformed but be transformed by the renewing of our minds we can train we can change our minds but if if there's something in your past that you have you can't change it what happened has happened all you can do is um, pray that you have an opportunity to, to, you know, change your life and move in that direction and, and perhaps see, perhaps you'll see some of the people that you experienced before and they'll see you as that new creature and you'll have the opportunity to uh, move them in a direction towards meeting the father as well. Oh yeah. I, I want to take a soak moment and just let that soak. I want it to go all the way down to the roots. Um, because when water comes down on dry ground, it doesn't actually soak into the ground. You know, it just, yeah, it just it scatters across the surface. It doesn't actually come down into the ground. It, it's, it's that ground that won't receive the grace of Yah or just gracious thoughts and, and forgiving thoughts that will, be, that will hold on to condemning thoughts. It's, it's, it's that same ground. And so we have to evaluate what are we holding on to? Are we holding on to God's grace or are we holding on to condemnation? Are we holding on to kindness, <laughs> kindness, patience, forgiveness? Um, or are we holding on to um, these, these or, or are, we, are we in our thoughts? Let's just say that, how people say you're in your thoughts. Or are we in our thoughts? Or do we think everyone's against us? Because really, we're against ourselves. <laughs> you know, I, I think sometimes like people who are, are so like, everybody's against me, everybody's against me. Well, are you against yourself? Why do you think everyone has something out against you? 
evaluating, evaluating our ground, evaluating where we're at, what we're holding on to, what we're receiving, um, and what we're just letting wash off the surface. Hell yeah. Having boundaries is important when it comes to caring for yourself. When I think about being kind to um, being kind to yourself, being nice to yourself, I think about uh, redemption, redeeming your self-esteem, redeeming your confidence and you know who you are as a daughter of Yah. Redemption for yourself. It's, it's important to have those boundaries because otherwise you, you can succumb to some pretty dark places and spaces. Many people have trouble being kind to themselves uh, because of bad upbringings. Maybe you've been told these negative things about yourself your whole life growing up. And it's hard to shake because you're around the people that called you dumb or fat or whatever, whatever. People grow up in these toxic environments um, that can affect their ability to be kind to themselves because they begin to believe the lies. Even influenced media, we see a whole bunch of vanity in the media that can affect somebody's um, self-esteem and their confidence and the ability to have positive self-talk internally healthy, of course. But we have a redeemer. And even through all of those things, through the negativity in the world that we live in, he sets bounds for us. He gives us healthy boundaries to live by. He gives us healthy boundaries, how we are supposed to treat each other as men and women, as sisters and brothers, as mothers and fathers, you know, sons and daughters, um, he gives us these boundaries so that so that we can be redeemed, which essentially is finding the ability to to be kind to ourselves again. So so yeah, I think that having boundaries is important because if you don't have boundaries, then you know places get pretty dark. Places get oh, yeah. real fast. Right. Right. <laughs> um, I I agree. Um, I guess the quote that was in my head is hurt people hurt people. Um, and so in order to stop that cycle of of hurt or, you know, the negative talk, there has to be this level of kindness and there has to be boundaries. Um, if you are going to work in harmony with the great physician for your healing, there has to be boundaries. Like you just there is no, I can do whatever I want. There, there are fences, there are boundaries. Um, even in Isaiah, when the father says, you know, I placed the hedge around and, you know, I had the tower there and, and all of those things and the hedges and the protection and the boundaries are in order for us to produce good fruit. Um, but again, it's working in harmony with the great physician for our healing. I, I love that healing because we all have some level of um, needing healing and working with them on healing. And we have to be able to receive that and work with him. We can't, um, you know, hide out and, and, and do things that's detrimental against the work that he's doing inside of us. We have to be in agreement with that work. And part of that agreement is understanding the value that he has in us and the path that he is walking with us on and so being in agreement with that we're going to behave positively <laughs> uh, hallelujah to ourselves okay this has been awesome um and very <laughs> topic to talk about because 
it, it is tough. It can be tough, but understanding that the Father values you. If he woke you up today, if he gave you breath of life another day, if he restored your soul, okay, he values you. And he wants you to value yourself and be kind to yourself. I'm going to go back to the Good Shepherd of Psalm 23 and use that as an example for how you should treat yourself as well. Give yourself rest. Allow yourself to be um, restored. Let the Most High guide you. Let Yehoshua guide you into the paths of righteousness. Allow yourself to be comforted. Allow others to prepare for you. Allow the Most High to prepare things for you. Be open to be a receiver of his anointing so that you can be led on, on the righteous path. Because ultimately, that is the goal when it comes to being kind to yourself. The end goal is to be in the kingdom forever. Yes. Hallelujah. <laughs>